We welcome you to Rise Up Ministries. Today's topic is anger. And it's uh, something we all do, experience throughout our whole life, even when we're very young. We first learn how to talk. Something isn't fair. It's amazing that uh, even a child will react in anger. It's natural, but it's not an excuse to uh, let it rule over you because the consequences. Uh, can be very dangerous. So, let's review this so we can learn how to take control and uh, understand anger so it doesn't rule our lives, that we rule over it and put it in proper place. And so I thank you, Lord, to open our spiritual hearts and ears and eyes to see what you're showing us through these words. And I thank you that your soul available. All we have to do is take time, spend time with you. And not just bring our petitions to you, but let you talk to us and wait on the Lord. Amen. Anger is the opposite of love. Love draws you towards the person. Anger sets you against the person. Anger is involving the body, the mind, the will. Interesting. Anger is fed by feeling disappointed, hurt, Rejected, embarrassment. I'm pretty sure we all can agree with this. Anger puts us against the person, place, or thing. It sparks our emotions. And it comes to where it's almost like uh, our facial expressions usually uh, take off real quick like before we even say anything. So our body's gonna react quickly to this. And uh, I have notes here. We cannot control our bodily re body uh, reactions. However, we can control over the mental and physical response to anger. This is where we uh, need to understand ourselves and uh, understand other people and to uh, review the situation very quickly and be actually slow to speak. Uh, this is a, what I am sharing here is what I had to learn for myself too 
and I'll share my testimony a little bit later in this lesson on uh, what I had to do, and maybe it'll help you uh, to control it and not it control you. Proverbs 15, 1. A soft word turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. We can agree to that. Uh, myself, I learned to don't react quickly, don't say things quickly. Uh, because you're always sorry when you do. It just makes things worse. Like they say, it's like adding wood to a fire by responding with more negative words or actions. Um, it's something that uh, I had to really grab hold of. And actually set up a defense. When I start to see things happen, I have to, or coming in a way that anger is uh, pre present or some words or whatever, just to uh, be aware of it and learn how to react to each individual or each situation. That uh, we might even take things wrong. And uh, they didn't really mean them there, but we uh, didn't hear them right. Let's go on. Anger and hatred produce the same increase. Heart rate, rising blood pressure, and tensed muscles. Uh, to me, that's how long you... Let it manifest how you handle the situation. In Romans twelve nineteen, Jesus Christ says, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. What I found out, my own experience is that God does a better job than I ever could do. And if I learn to back away or be humble or uh, say you're sorry, even if it's a situation that isn't all you, but anyway, bring it out. And uh, it'll, it'll change the atmosphere real quick. Like uh, I've seen it happen many times with, with me. So I ask you to think about it and take more control over your actions. Um, the scripture never says God is angry. It says God experiences anger. Psalm 7.11 It says God is angry with the wicked every day. So this is justifiable, you might say, anger, but not with uh, 
words or cursing people or uh, physical or like they say, the word says, you hate the sin, not the sinner. Interesting. You hate the sin, but not the sinner. Everybody has a, should have a chance to repent. And we should give the same um, respect and anger. It happens a lot. I learned not to not to react quickly to anger situations or people even being in anger. And if you can if you can help out just by assisting in any way, just pray for them. Even from a distance. But don't interfere. Give it to God. Ask him to. As the word says. And see in my notes here, it says, the scripture says that we are created in the image of God, Genesis 1.27. Even though, even through the fall, it was not erased, we still have some concern for justice and righteousness. Anger is the emotion when unfair, unkind, doing wrong, etc. Which makes sense. Is a rightful you could say that someone should have a right to be angry about something that's that's evil. Anger is not sinful. Anger is not a part of a fallen nature. Anger is not Satan at work in our lives. It's good to remember that one. Anger is evidence that we are made in God's image. We want justice and righteousness in spite of our fallen estate. Anger is designed to motivate us to take positive action when we encounter injustice. I'd like to repeat the positive action is the right way handle situations without getting the flesh involved and again do it God's way it can be done and uh, you'll feel better about it and you feel like you handled it right and it's it's uh, you you're actually giving it back to them. You're, you're, you're giving it back to them. You're, you're not letting that spirit work on you to call you to get all uh, unbalanced in a way or all, un, all upset and everything. You just learn how to calm and just give it back with love. Sometimes I find out it's right be wrong, even if you were right. I've done that quite a few times. And just apologize. Look, I'm sorry. It's my fault. Just to help the other person so they can 
take a couple steps back. Let the Holy Spirit interfere. Two wrongs will make a right. Be the one. Be the one to step back. Be the one to say, I'm sorry. It must have been my fault. It doesn't hurt. It's a good thing. Jesus demonstrated anger in John 2, 13 to 17. And this is when Jesus was cleansing the temple. Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves and the money changers doing business. When he had made a whip of cords, he drove them out, all out of the temple, with the sheep and the oxen, and poured over the changers the money and the overturned the tables. And he told, and he said to those who sold doves, Take these things away, do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. And the disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house has eaten me up. Interesting. Selling merchandise in God's house. Sound familiar? It's not right. We don't sell the word. We give it. With love. And uh, by doing things according to the spirit and not the flesh, this is a good reminder in uh, Romans 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? It's good to read, I say, always say, start with John first and understand God, understand ourselves, understand who we are, creating God's image, so we can focus on that throughout our life and we can learn to how to manage anger. Sounds kind of different, but it's true. How to manage anger and put it in its place. And you're actually helping the other person as much as uh, it's helping you, believe me. I share a little testimony here. Uh, I'm a Vietnam veteran, and I was a machine gunner in Vietnam for a year. And uh, I had to use it. And I had a 45 strapped to my side for, I couldn't flip the machine gun around fast enough. I was attacked from the back. Um, when I came home, well, back up a little bit. My, my buddy, my friend who was from Michigan when I was from Michigan too, and we were going to get together when we got back from the service. He was killed. 
And uh, I felt a murder spirit come into me, you might say, because I became an aggressor. And I, I meant it. And uh, I lived it. And the trouble was, I had to get rid of it when I came home. And uh, I had a bad time. And I call it a, like a murder spirit because I, I the torment and the thoughts in my head and my life and nobody to talk to. It was very, very hard. I guess that's why the Lord wanted me to do this one because I experienced it for a long time in my life. And I tried man's way, drugs and alcohol, and I tried the flesh way and tried to be happy and erase it, which is impossible. The nightmares, the dreams, the visions, the words that speak into you. It's hard. And you have nobody to talk to. But God got a hold of me. Got a hold of me. And I got born again. And that was the beginning. I say the beginning of a real battle. Because then I was fighting two guys. The, truth, the light and the darkness in me. You know, th this does work. Take time by yourself. Just get by yourself. And ask Jesus to help you. And as the word says, Romans 10, 9, 13, if you confess with your mouth, Lord Jesus Christ, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the same mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. This was the beginning of me being changed. It took a little while because I was still fighting until I was baptized. And that helped me out a lot too. I'm just speaking truth here. And, uh, it took me, I took the long road, a long way home where I came from, God's arms, the truth, the Bible, the word of God. Like it says, renewing your mind with the scriptures. Take some scriptures, start with John first, and read, read scripture now and then. Meditate on it. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you with it. That's what he says is he's there for, our teacher and our comforter. This is so real. There is no other religion that's going to give this to you. Not one. Whatever belief. And if you don't believe, you don't believe in a God, do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Ask Jesus to prove himself to you. I mean it. Really. What do you think is going to happen later? You are going to die. This flesh does get old. It does happen. 
in the way you live. What you sow, you will reap in this time and the times to come. It's true. It's right in front of our eyes. Be concerned about your life. How are you going to live it? Ask the Lord. Have a relationship with Him. It is available. This is your flesh, living by the flesh, which is temporary. Your spirit is eternal, you know, forever. But not this flesh. You will get another body or whatever, however the word says. But I'm just, I'm being honest with you. This is serious times, no matter what your age is. Because you are responsible. You are creating the image of God. And you do have power and authority. You can use it for good or for bad. Don't get into cults. Don't do it. Don't do it the wrong way. It's dangerous. You have a hard time getting out of it. I've heard people's testimonies. You don't even want to go that way. Ouija boards and stuff to stay out of that. Don't mess with that. That's dangerous territory. So, my deliverance and healing is reading the Word. The Word tells me who God says I am. I am forgiven through repentance. And you will feel and understand and live through repentance, no matter what words come into your head. Our biggest battle is ourselves, our mind. Let the past be the past. First seek the kingdom of God in his righteousness and everything else be added to it. Amazing how powerful and true that is. I still deal with situations, but I tell you, to be honest with you, I'm a lot better than I ever was. I'm still repenting and reading the word and renewing my mind. Like you. If you listen to this, like you. So I ask you, Father God, Adonai, Lord Master, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. El Shaddai, all-sufficient one, Lord God Almighty. Elohim, creator, God, and judge. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. Yahweh, Lord Jehovah. Yes, yes, you are real more than real. Thank you, Father God, for creating us for such a time as this. For this is the worst of times, but the best of times. We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. We are the ones you're waiting on. 
for the true church, the true ecclesia. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for your words and your, your blood that you shed for us, for our sins that we can be forgiven. Angels cannot. They cannot be redeemed. Only us. God, we are so important. And every one of us has a purpose here. There's nothing you created you didn't bless. All creation is blessed. We are blessed. We are special, especially in these days. I pray that we learn, Lord Jesus Christ, to call out to you. And Holy Spirit, call out to you to be with us and help us and teach us and comfort us and lead us on that narrow path. The narrow path. Not the flesh, but to feed our spirit so we can live by the spirit. In Jesus' name, I ask of these things. Because your word says you have not, because you ask not. What a loving God you are. You're waiting on us. You're always waiting on us, day or night. You said, Jesus, you never leave us or forsake us. You are always, always there, always available. Take advantage of a God. It loves you. It wants to share his love with you and have his being in you. Christ be in you. The Holy Spirit in you. And Father God's in Jesus Christ. You can have the Trinity in you if you choose. If you choose. Ask Jesus into your life and help you make it through these times. If you know the truth about life and your destiny, you'll be set free. Free, yeah. One of the things that's going to bother other people that don't know. You'll know the future for eternity. Don't worry about the carnal world. It is going to pass. God bless you. I pray these words went to your soul. Feed your spirit, man. <laughs>